You just tuned in to Rob White's Ramblings of an Irishman. Tis the only podcast you'll ever need. Ara, hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to a brand new season of Rob White's Ramblings of an Irishman. It's been a fucking... It's been a hot minute since I've been on the mic. Um, reasons for that are... I just kind of stepped away because I was focusing on trading, studying, working, doing my own shit. Um, And I didn't really recognize at the time the value of uh, doing the podcast on a regular basis. Uh, So apologies for that if I left you hanging. Um, But since then, doing some fucking soul searching and realized that this is my number one creative outlet. So, got to keep going. Uh, I feel better after I do them. Once I put a bit of effort in, a bit of preparation. And, uh, yeah, it takes a bit of time. You're probably talking maybe five, maybe eight hours per episode. Researching and fucking um, post-production. Then promoting it on social media. Trying to get people to listen to it. Trying to send out links and stuff. It's a bit of work to it. So, yeah. I stepped away for those reasons because I wasn't really seeing any benefit. Um, I, I mean, like, benefit for my time. I mean, like, I wasn't getting paid for it, so I was like, fuck it. But it's not all about the fucking cold hard cash. You have to nurture the soul, too, um, with a bit of creativity. So I'm hoping to do these regularly and get that benefit from that and at the same time still focus on trading, as I said, working and all that crack so that's it um what can we talk about today i've got a fairly well researched topic to talk about on meditation something i've talked about um not at length but i've definitely mentioned in previous episodes i know for a fact um so we'll get straight into it i hope if you're listening to me this week uh, recording this end of march March 18th, 2020. If you're listening to it uh, in real time, you're probably in quarantine. So, you know, don't worry about it. Be all grand. Uh, Be responsible. And uh, I think everyone's sick of fucking hearing about it. So what I would say, and I've heard it from a couple of people, it's a great opportunity to do something creative. So either read your own books or do some writing or paint a picture or create a vision board or do something that will give you a nice buzz get you in that flow state that's my tip and that's exactly what i'm fucking doing here now so i'll get straight into it um i wanted to make this an engaging and uh, enjoyable listen if it goes too long i might break it into two um i'd say about 30 minutes is what i'll aim for now we'll see how we go so let's get stuck in lads um meditation it's actually pretty fucking hilarious trying to define meditation um and there's been many pricks that are far smarter than i am for the last hundreds of years trying to define exactly what it is it's not it's not it's not anything new um i think it first started in the hindu or the buddhist religions think was hindu um 
Oh, Jesus. Didn't turn my phone on silent. Um, going back fucking thousands of years, then boys have been doing it in the hills of Tibet and the hills of India and Nepal. So it's nothing new. Um, it's only really come to Western society, America, Europe, um, in the last probably 50 years. Um, it's definitely part of the new age thing. So, and the hippie kind of movement. So people didn't like it. Some people loved it for that. Some people hated it for that. And uh, I only really got into it. I'd always been aware of it. Read, read um, heard of people r- r- talking about it. When I was growing up reading books and watching YouTube, but never really thought, always curious, but never really took the finger out and actually practiced a bit of meditation. Um, so it's only been in the last two years when I got serious into trading that the mentor that we have um, that teaches us how to do the trading, um, it was the one thing that he recommended that he had done from the get go, from the start. So I was like, fuck it, that's kind of uh, aligned with my um, desire to, or my curiosity for meditation. So that's that's me soul on it. So that's straight away on the words of him. Because I look up to him as a very smart boy who's making a living solely from his laptop. Which is something that I want to do. So that was uh, that was why I started um, I suppose yeah about two years and I've been doing it pretty much I've been uh, disciplined and doing it pretty much every day for probably average of 20 months um, there's definitely been days I missed obviously but I'd say I'm 90% 95% uh, strike rate as in doing it nearly every day and twice a day was what I was doing when I first started within the first month I was like yeah this is good but to really build a habit, I want to start doing it twice a day. So I was doing maybe 10 minutes or 20 minutes in the morning and 10 or 20 minutes in the afternoon or evening. Um, there's various times you can do it. It's whatever really works for you, I'd say. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna give anyone uh, a creed to follow about how they should do it. Um, but of course, obviously I'm recommending that people do it. Um, so yeah, I can't really define meditation any more than people before me have tried to um, but I can put my own unique spin on it which is what the whole point of this podcast is you're getting my fucking if you're listening you're getting my take on life and all that crack so my spin on it is um, it can be used meditation can be used to describe a vast number of things and uh, my original thoughts on it were whatever they were and since then every couple of weeks i get a different perspective on it but i suppose that's kind of the nature of learning something new um so some of the definitions that i was looking at meditation is what it is conscious consciousness is the next big thing consciousness if you define it trying to find it on wikipedia online uh, it's basically a state of being aware. So you're aware of your internal or your external existence. Um, and that's kind of where we start. So meditation, what it does, again, this is a Googled definition. Meditation is something where you bring about a state of consciousness or a state of awareness. 
Um, and I'm quote, reading a quote here. It involves the self-induction of a mode of consciousness in order to realize some benefit. So what the fuck does that mean? Involves the self-induction. So you're doing it yourself, right? You're inducing, you're making yourself feel a certain way. A mode of consciousness. So you're inducing a state or a mode of consciousness in order to realize some benefit. Which I suppose is the point. Like, Why the fuck would you do it if you didn't think you were going to get a benefit from it? Um... So that's it. So you're basically doing something that makes you, brings you into a state, a better state of, of awareness. So that's probably my best attempt at defining it. Um, and I know that's far from, far from amazing. And uh, what else have I got here? Yeah, it's been defined as the, pr the practice of meditation. So, yeah, the practice of meditation has been defined as an attempt to get beyond the reflexive, like, reactive thinking. Discursive thinking is what they use. So, you're trying to get beyond that way of thinking or that logical mind to achieve a deeper, more devout, more relaxed state. So, I think all those definitions have... Um, the main things are the benefit. It's hopefully a benefit. And... It's changing your awareness and going beyond your normal day-to-day -day stream of consciousness. So why would anyone bother? Why is that significant? Why is meditation significant? And I thought about this and I basically broke it into two main benefits, two main categories. The first one being your mental and emotional well-being. I think everyone wants to improve that the same way that everyone wants to have a fit body Everyone wants to be able to exercise, to move around. Everyone also wants to have, you know, well-being, have health, physical health, as I said, well-being, health, especially in times like this where we're in this COVID-19 uh, pandemic, I suppose. You definitely want your want your mental, your physical health in check. Um, but people also, and often they, they neglect, and I think it's only become more easier to talk about in the last couple of years your mental health your mental well-being and your emotional well-being um, and i fucking i've always had fairly good emotional health or i've always been fairly calm and fairly confident so i'm lucky and i'm i'm blessed and i'm grateful that that's been my reality but there's always more you can do there's always uh, you can always push yourself a little further so that's the first benefit, your mental and emotional well-being. And then the second more deeper meaning, which most people would probably tune out for. Most people are like, nah, that's, um, as I said before, hippy-dippy bullshit. It's uh, self-realization or self-actualization. I was chatting to Mike there yesterday about self-actualization. Shout out to Mike if you're listening. Um, that is a deeper meaning or a deeper conversation, I suppose. So I'll put that to the end. Um, but something I'm definitely going to venture into is going back to the first. So the two benefits, as I said, mental and emotional well-being is number one. Number two is self-realization, self-actualization, as in self-development, growth, curiosity about the nature of why things are. Uh, so, number one, 
your emotional well-being everyone fucking has a constant stream of thoughts in their head whether you realize it or you don't hopefully you have realized at this stage you're mature enough to be listening to a podcast so you probably realize that sometimes your thoughts can fuck you up um, anxiety comes in here um, and everyone has levels of anxiety there's no getting away from it and they're there for a reason so I wouldn't shit on anxiety although I have been <laughs> recently but no it's there for a reason um, fears and anxieties are there for a reason to try and protect you whether or not but oftentimes that's unfounded or irrational and um, what meditation can do if it's done correctly and it's very easy to do what it can do is it can help you overcome psychological suffering which is the suffering in your head brought about by your own stream of thoughts your own feelings your own emotions everything basically in my opinion starts from a thought um, and meditation can do is it can help you to not suffer unnecessarily as the victim of your own thoughts um, I also referenced a lot of conversations and interviews with from Sam Harris he's an author I haven't read any of his books but I've followed him on Joe Rogan a couple of times um, so check him out too if you're interested Sam Harris he's got a new app out actually meditation app and um, he was actually like kind of selling it but not overselling it on Rogan and Rogan's like well do you need an app to do meditation and the first thing him and another guy said were no you don't need an app but it's a good um, starting point so listen to someone kind of guide you through it maybe five ten minutes um, kind of reassures you and kind of gives you that um, safety net I suppose so you don't feel like a fucking idiot because most people's problem with meditation starting out is to feel like they're doing it wrong and they just um, they get embarrassed even though they're only doing it usually doing it in private on their own their start their mind starts to go and go oh this is stupid I'm not doing this right I can't get any benefit for this my mind won't shut up I've heard all of those things mentioned recently um, but you gotta stick with it that's why it's called a meditation practice it fucking takes practice lads so anyway yeah so being lost in suffering is oh there's my computer gone being lost in suffering being lost in thought is suffering um, what meditation does is it helps you to break the spell of being lost in thought um, because most people go around helplessly thinking for their whole lives um, and you don't realize that's the thing most people don't realize that you're constantly thinking and it's so incessant it's so constant that it just becomes white noise and it colors your entire experience of this reality um, that's been said many times that your thoughts create your reality and I think it's it's kind of it's like um, that other phrase that everything happens for a reason those phrases have been thrown around so kind of casually that they've lost meaning um, so the need you need to like well I believe people for one when your thoughts are constantly running in your head you think that you are the thinker 
You believe you are the thinker of those thoughts. That is your identity. That's who you are. You think, should I have to fucking um, go to the store to get fucking uh, potatoes? Or I have to take the cat to the vet? Or I have to go for a run? You believe that you are the thinker. But when you sit down in meditation and you get to that deeper state, you realize that you are not the thought of the thinker. You are the person or the entity that is aware of those thoughts those thoughts are not you and that is that's the fucking gateway that's that's when you get to that point and it doesn't take long you can, you can actually reach that point in your first meditation fuck excuse me all these fucking notifications oh i hear airplanes overhead helicopters um stop blowing up here. sorry let's sorry sorry for the interruptions um yeah so you are not the thinker, you are the person, the thing, the entity who is aware of the thoughts. No more that you're not, think of it this way, you're not the sounds that you hear on the street, you're not the sensations you feel. If you feel anxiety, you are not anxiety. You are the thing that is aware of the anxiety and you are the thing that is aware of your thoughts. So that is... Um, how meditation can bring about better or improvements in your mental and emotional well-being and then going on to why would you meditate yeah i'll, I'll keep going down this trail of thought and i'll come back to the self-realization more esoteric um discussion with that to the end because I know some people are just going to write that off. But again, why meditate? Or what? Yeah, so I've already talked about why it's important. The benefits you can get from it. And then what I've written here in front of me is why you should meditate. Or why you could. Or why you can. Um, and I suppose for me, not another big thing was just a curiosity. I was always interested. I was always intrigued by what it is. And what... and my outlook on life in general is like all I want to do is experience everything because that's all really life is it's just a set of experiences in my opinion so I'm curious about nearly everything and I want to experience nearly everything so meditation I was like oh yeah there's a curiosity so once you do it and you've overcome that or you satisfy that curiosity you've tried it and you've been doing it for a regular amount of time let's say suppose a month if you've been doing it regularly for a month then you can say yeah i'm uh i know what i'm doing here um it can satisfy a curiosity it can and with that curiosity once that curiosity is satisfied it can provide a certain a certainty and a stability because you've done that and you've you know what it is um to take it a step further you know you're comfortable in isolation. A lot of people aren't comfortable in isolation. And again, this is pertinent, especially this time, this month. Um, when you're in meditation, you are just alone with your soul, I guess, for lack of a better word. Because your thoughts have pretty much... I don't think thoughts can ever stop completely. But they've certainly slowed the fuck down. So you're just there in awareness. You're not asleep. 
it's different to being asleep because in asleep you're not really conscious with meditation with a good deep meditative meditative state you're just sitting usually sitting it works for me sleeping i think most people would fall asleep or sorry lying down most people would fall asleep so sitting in a regular kitchen chair works the best for me um and you realize that your existence is just your being your soul again is the best word i can use to describe your being that is aware of existence and aware of thoughts and aware of sensations and feelings that's all you really have within your control everything else is somewhat external to you um and you need to be i believe you need to be comfortable in that self isolation self um, me time essentially um the satisfaction yeah satisfaction of the curiosity about delving into those depths i mean that's a personal thing for me but i think a lot of people can relate um and then i suppose and we're going into the more why meditate why to do it um yeah i suppose this is kind of tying into the self-realization part which is the second benefit of meditation you know and it's yeah it's, it's the more esoteric the more banal or trite conversation and those are words that i didn't really know until i did a bit of reading um and what they are is they're basically the meaning of life i suppose is what it is um and it's not i'm not going to get into it i'm not going to give you my take on it because again that would just turn people off but i'm sure everyone who's listened to this has at some stage had a moment where they're like well what the fuck's it all about like what is the point of it all what are we doing i'm working i'm in college i'm in school uh i'm earning money i'm having a family and i get old and then i die and then that's where religion that's where religion sweeps in and religion helps all people with that um i suppose existential angst or existential questions what's the existence what's the existence all about um yeah so usually that's where religions the major world religions kick in and they oftentimes most of the major religions promise they provide the promise of an everlasting heaven if you do right by yourself and by others and the threat of a never-ending hell if you do evil and i put evil in quotation marks so people at some stage have those questions and for me meditation helped me with some answers to those questions uh, provide that spiritual growth and connection which i didn't find from the religion the catholic religion that i was brought up in and that's through no fault of my upbringing or through no fault of what the religion is it just didn't click immediately with me with me um i was just going through the motions like i think a lot of people are um and then especially in ireland you've had a lot of abuses in the church that were brought to light back a couple of years ago sex scandals and other wrongdoings that hurt a lot of people and cover-ups and that 
definitely in my generation turned a lot of people off of the Catholic Church in Ireland um, and I think the reason I look at it from my point of view the reason why I easily turned away was because my faith and support of that institution was never strong enough in the first place so I was never going to defend I was never going to say yeah they did some wrongs but they're still great they're just going to go yeah they did some wrongs and I've never that invested in them anyway so I walked away um, that's not to say that I don't see value uh, um, and service I do believe there is value and service that the church Catholic church or Protestant church or Christian church or Jewish church or any of the faiths Islamic, Buddhist, Hindu they all have um, they all provide some benefits of course they do Like I mean, anyone who denies that don't think has a full grasp because they'll, they're around for so long so obviously there's some benefit to them um, so I guess that's the deeper deeper side of what meditation can bring it can bring you connection especially if you read the right kind of books um, the ones that jump to mind right now for me were uh, Michael Singer's and I think I talked about them I may have even done a review Michael Singer's The Untethered Soul and the other one that he wrote was the surrender experiment surrender experiment is pretty much an autobiography but it shows how he put his beliefs into practice each time um, and the untethered soul is more like mm, it's not really jesus there it goes again that's so sorry it's not really um a how to meditate it's just um some logical arguments about about the nature of reality and that you are not your thoughts that you are simply aware of your thoughts so I think it's a very good book it's quite intense I give it to some of the family members and they didn't really appreciate the more um, again esoteric it's the only word I have more out there fucking jargon so Take that as you will. You have to want, to, like anything, you have to want to learn more to stick with it. But I found it, I was, I was, I, I'd fucking listen to it 10 times over. I listen to an audio book, as I do most of my books these days. Um, and uh, yeah, it didn't phase me at all. I just, it was exactly what I needed to hear and wanted to hear. So I loved it. Um, and then meditation with that, with those kind of books, can really change your paradigm, change your beliefs on life and reality. Um, and again, kind of saying why, why am I um, looking, asking those questions personally? Because the alternatives to, I don't know, spirituality, maybe one of the alternatives would be like, monetary success, huge financial gain, fame and fortune. Um, the things that I think as children are seen as something to strive for. Um, yeah, fame, fortune, celebrity, money, and um, a rich lifestyle. But there's countless, countless, countless 
examples of people who have had that, celebrities, actors, singers, who have had all that fame and fortune and wealth and power and money and ended up taking their own lives. So I think it's happened enough times. Now, it's not to say that they didn't have their own personal issues and they did, I'm sure. But I don't believe that money can... Yeah, money. I fucking my my intentions about money are are pure, and I'm very secure in them now. I wasn't maybe for three, two, three years ago, but I am right now. That as in my plans for money will be to have um, endless amounts. Not that I believe it will give me happiness, but I believe I know it will give me opportunity, and it relieves any stress about paying bills. So I think it's a good thing from that point of view. But it won't give you that sense of fulfillment or connection or spirituality, I suppose. Connection with yourself and connection with the environment and reality and with others. Um, So that's why I'm asking the questions about, well, what's the nature of reality? And I'll continue to ask those questions. And I've gotten some other books Seth Speaks is one that I just finished, which is really out there. Written back in the 1970s. But uh, fascinating stuff, if you're so interested. I'll put all those names in the bottom of the episode. So you can come back if you're uh, curious later on. And I'm pretty much winding down now, lads. Um, Approaching 30 minutes, and I have to actually fucking take a call, so... I better get off this fairly quick. I could pause it and I could finish it off or I could just see if anything else to say on my computer. Bear with me. Um, yeah, I do actually. So I'll pause it. I won't end it. I'll pause it and I'll come back to you. You won't notice any time lapse. God bless. So yeah, lads, I'll keep it short. What I'll uh, end it on is um, my simple explanation or example or analogy for what meditation is for me. Um, There's many ways of describing it, but one thing that might appeal to people is you can think of it as a way of regaining control. And I say regaining because I believe it's something that we uh, instinctively know how to do but we've forgotten whether that's we a people we as a people or we as humans or we as a culture I'm not sure but uh, it's about regaining control and training your attention and awareness so that you bring your mental processes under greater voluntary control I think that would appeal to anyone who's listening who's um, driven to exercise in the gym on a regular basis. Um, so, yeah, if you, that might appeal to you, or and then other people that might not appeal to them at all. But yeah, if you think of it as, as regaining regaining control and training your attention, training your attention, your awareness, so you bring your mental processes, which is your thoughts and your feelings and your emotions 
under greater control, under your voluntary control. You have the power. You regain that control. That's what it is. It's one way of describing it. Um, once you do that, once you have more control, well, like naturally, you're more secure. You're more comfortable. You're more relaxed. So that's um, that's reason enough, I think, to do it. Um, your your general mental well-being and development have improved once you have more control. Um, on the other side of it as well, then you can also, it can be said that meditation can be used to develop specific abilities such as calmness, clarity and concentration. Um, and I think again, they're obviously beneficial and those are the benefits that I've found. If I've come from a stressful day um, which we all have on a regular basis maybe not even a stressful day but just a busy day where I've fucking been working hard answering emails calls talking to different people dealing with shit usual 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 day um, just taking the time to to just stop and slow down slow down that stream of thought it's hugely beneficial and it does give that calmness and that relaxed um, nature, clarity and concentration. It really helps. Um, and another thing that I wanted to mention was what what I've tried, the image that I think is most beneficial, most useful, what I heard before. It's not my property. Someone else has used it before. Um, and that's basically the stream of thoughts the mind stream um, if you if you, I'll walk you through sitting down on your chair right now um, and closing your eyes and just you know you've got to do it in a quiet place where you're not going to be disturbed obviously um, you can do it outside if you're in a pretty quiet area I've done, I regularly do it each day on a park bench People walk by, but they don't bother me. Um, you close your eyes and you just watch your mind wander. And it will wander. That's its nature. And the best thing I found recently, I've changed my techniques over the years. But what I found is the most simplest way is just focusing on your breath and not controlling your breath and trying to take deep breaths or shallower breaths. But just noticing your breath. It goes in and it goes out. It goes in and it goes out. And you're not even like breathing audibly so that you hear it. But you're just aware of it. And then you'll find your mind wanders. And your mind is constantly going. And bring it back to the stream analogy. If you think of your thoughts as leaves on a stream. A small little brook or a mountain stream. If you think of each of those thoughts just floating by your consciousness, you're sitting by the stream and here's the first thought floating along and it's the thought about what am I going to have for dinner. And you're like, okay, well, I don't need to worry about that right now in this moment, so let that float along, let that keep going. And then another, another thought comes along. Uh, my ass is sore, I don't like this chair. And you go, well, it's not really that bad. I can, I can, I can uh, live with it. Or... If it's really bad, then genuinely get up and reposition yourself. But 
that thought just comes along to your awareness, your field of vision, and then it goes. And then another thought about, oh fuck, I forgot to send that work email. You're like, yeah, that's true. I'm, a no- I'm noticing that thought, but uh, I don't need to do it, do it right now. And I let it go. So you keep doing that. You keep doing that, letting those thoughts pass you by. Um, and eventually the leaves become slower. The amount of leaves is less and the speed of the leaves is slower. Um, and they'll still come from time to time. But you're trained at no, at just going, yeah, that's fine, just let it go. Yeah, that's fine, just let it go. And you keep doing that over and over and over again. Um, and I suppose you do have to have patience, but if it's something you want to do, you'll you'll sit there in patient and you'll and you'll let it happen. And that's basically the key. And and what I've heard people's misperception about failing at meditation. Um, they once they notice that maybe they start off well and they're on their breath and they're just noticing their breath and that's grand. And then their thought mind goes and they're like, oh, fuck, now I'm thinking about dinner. Oh, fuck, now I know that I'm thinking about dinner and now I'm giving out to myself for thinking about dinner. And that becomes a vicious cycle. And now I can't go back, to, I can't get back and concentrate. So once you and that's not the point of failure of meditation, that's the point of success of meditation, because you're you've noticed that your thoughts have wandered. And you just accept that it's just passive acceptance. No reaction, just, that's fine. Back to the breath. Or back to whatever you're focusing on. Maybe you're using a mantra. Again, there's thousands of techniques. I'm not going to give you a technique. I will if people ask me for one, but for anyone who wants to start out, I'd suggest an app like um, Calm is one of them. Headspace is the other. And you get free trial for a week or something. So yeah, there's no wrong way of doing it. There's no way you can fail at meditation. Of course, some days are going to be better than others, but you have to just manage your expectation and accept that some days it'll work really well for you and some days you just can't get into that relaxed state. And that is just how it is, boys and girls. Um, Someone's making noise. I don't know who that is. Um, that's pretty much it, boys and girls. It's um, one other thing I mentioned was one thing I saw was how it how it's described is that it's a mental technique that is practiced repetitively for the purpose of attaining a subjective experience that's frequently described as very restful, silent. And of heightened alertness, often characterized as blissful. Those are not my words, but I agree with them wholeheartedly. So that's it, lads. You're only going to want to do it. I'm not going to tell you. I mean, obviously, I spent fucking 40 minutes talking about it, so I believe in its benefits. I believe um, hugely in its benefits. I believe that the more people that do it, the shift in consciousness as a whole fucking race of people or as a culture of people will change um, and I think it's the path forward of evolution to be honest that might be a bit of a fucking bit of a fucking uh, hot take but those are my thoughts and that's why you're listening 
Um, so that's it, lads. I'm not, yeah, do it if you want. But you, you know, you're only going to actually stick with this. You're not going to do it. You might do it out of curiosity because I mentioned it. But you're only going to stick with it if you honestly believe it would benefit you. And I assure you it will. But that's my opinion, not yours. So should give it a shot anyway. See what happens. Let me know. That's it, lads. Um glad i got this episode done two parts but hopefully you didn't notice the gap i'll call it a day now and i wish you the best um stay healthy and safe if you are isolated um by all means reach out to me if you want and uh, on the other hand do something productive do something creative use this time to fucking you know, reassess what you're doing and be grateful every moment for what you have. That's it. That's my tips for the day. So good luck, good bless, good night and uh, take care of yourself. Good luck. Folks, thank you so much for listening to Rob White's Ramblings of an Irishman. The only podcast you'll ever need.